I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome in to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abarea. Thanks to you for subscribing to us on iTunes. Tune in and Stitcher a special hello to the men and women listening overseas via the American Forces Network. Check out the website worldsoccertalk.com for all the fantastic soccer journalism within. You can also listen to the show via worldsoccertalk.com. On Twitter, if you want to get at me on Twitter and call me a, quote, pompous pseudo-scouser alcoholic, or if you want to tell me how much you love the show, get at me on Twitter, at NateWST. Find all of us at World Soccer Talk and at Sports Byline USA for updates on the program. Love mail and hate mail. I want it all at NateWST in that wild thing known as the Twitter sphere. Raphael Geller of Vice Sports making his return to the show here in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio. Cannot wait to discuss the latest FIFA news with Raphael Geller, including Michel Platini looking being looked at as the potential future president of FIFA. He has indeed put his name in the hat. He will be running for president. And is he the best of the worst? Is he the best option of all those terrible options available? What's the likelihood that any true reform is going to occur within FIFA after all of the controversy controversy that's gone on in the last few months? And what have we learned here in CONCACAF in regards to all this FIFA nonsense? What's the likelihood that there's going to be any true reform around CONCACAF after the debacle that we saw in the CONCACAF Gold Cup here this summer? And with all these folks who were, as I like to say, riding their Western high horse with all of the set ladder news and all the FIFA breakdown, the FIFA crumbling was going on back about two months ago. Remember, everyone liked to hop on their Western high horse and... Well, now we see what our own confederation is all about. MLS All-Stars, by the way, 2-1 win over Tottenham in Colorado. Harry Kane with a stunning strike. But good on you, MLS All-Stars. It was actually quite the fun match. I enjoyed it. I watched the whole thing. It was lovely. Come on, MLS. Come on, Soccer Don. (laughs) Raphael Geller with us on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. 
Are you sick and tired of paying more than 100 bucks a month for your TV bill? Well, if so, I've got the solution for you. It's called Fubo TV, and it's the best way to watch the greatest leagues from around the world. Fubo TV is a legal and affordable streaming service that delivers live and on-demand HD broadcasts of BN Sports, Goal TV, Benfica TV, and more. That means you can watch La Liga, Serie A, the Bundesliga, Ligue 1, Copa America, and more. With Fubo TV, the broadcast stream to your computer, smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Amazon Fire TV. Plus, Fubo TV works with Chromecast, so you can cast the games to your TV set. Best of all, Fubo TV is offering a two-week free trial, so you can watch as much soccer as you like. Go to fubo.tv slash radio and sign up today. And if you love what you see, a monthly subscription to Fubo TV is only $6.99 per month. So sign up at fubo.tv slash radio right now. F fubo.tv slash radio and start enjoying the best soccer from around the world at home, work, or on the go. Soccer fans, I have a question for you. Which is the only soccer network in the United States that shows games from Ajax, PSP, Colo Colo, Benfica, Zenit, and other teams? The answer is NGSN, a brand new online sports network that offers live and on-demand games from seven different leagues from around the world for free, no strings attached. With your free 90-day trial, you can watch as many league games from the following countries as you like. Holland, Portugal, Russia, Chile, Bolivia, Ecuador, and Venezuela. NGSN is the only place you can watch Eredivisie games featuring star players such as Memphis Depay, Andres Guardado, Aaron Johansson, and many more. Plus, all of the games from those leagues are available on your Windows PC or Mac and your Apple iPhone or Android device. Commentaries are offered in English or Spanish, plus the games are in HD. Now, this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the United States. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 90-day trial to NGSN. No credit card is required. You just sign up and go. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Are you tired of network announcers who are clearly pulling for the other team? Check out Rabble.tv, a new kind of television experience where you are in control of the audio. Rabble.tv allows users like you to broadcast your insights and opinions about sports and entertainment, free from the restraint of network predictability. Rabblers are creating a fresh new type of audio entertainment. Mute your TV and do your own play-by-play, provide running commentary, or just banter with your buddies. Or you can listen to other fans who love your team as much as you do. It's live. It's new. It's Rabble. Rebel.tv. Welcome back into World Soccer Talk Radio. Nate Abarea back here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Get at me on Twitter at NateWST. Find all of us at World Soccer Talk. Mr. Raphael Geller is back with us here on World Soccer Talk Radio, making his return to the airwaves. The vice sports contributor, Raphael Geller, located in Tel Aviv for this interview and uh, talking to us directly from Israel. Raphael, how you doing, sir? Thanks for coming back on. Uh, very good. Thanks for having me back. 
Absolutely. So, hey, let's uh, let's get into I, I love this. We, we had you on uh, almost two months ago. It was and it was right as the the FIFA nonsense, controversy, chaos, whatever you want to call it, right as it was really getting good or really getting bad, again, depending on uh, how you look at it. And we talked a lot uh, in, in that episode of the show about Michel Platini. Now, it's perfect right. having you back on because over the last couple of days, it has become official. Michel Platini is going to run for FIFA presidency, and he's being talked about like this this heroic figure, this knight in shining armor that's going to rescue FIFA and bring all this true reform that everybody wants to see. What are your thoughts right now uh, when you hear that he is is the front runner for the FIFA presidency and now that it's official, he, he is indeed running? Uh, to, well, to be honest, uh, you know, not that much excitement. Uh, I think if you really want to have reform in FIFA, you need to bring in someone who hasn't been part of FIFA. Yeah, I know he was the president of UEFA, and you could make lots of arguments that it is a separate faction, that it is a separate faction, and it has its own headquarters and all that. But at the end of the day, uh, it's still the same same type of people. Um, you know, we talked last time a lot about uh, Michel Platini's involvement with, with Qatar, uh, he still continues to say there's he supports uh, Qatar having a World Cup, which you know that's that's perfectly fine. He has every right to say that. Uh, but uh, besides the you know all the indictments that we've seen and all the all the FIFA issues, like we talked about last time, there's lots of you know uh, human rights violations, and um, it, it just you know it it doesn't seem right that. All these people are dying for a three-week tournament, and no one really cares. Um, I was talking about it, actually, with a, a very good friend of mine who's a journalist here. We said if, if one or two players, major players, came out and said, you know, I'm not going to go to the World Cup in 2022 because XXXX, uh, I, yes, they'll probably get a lot of hate from specific groups of people, but I think overall the reception would be very positive. Unfortunately, no player is going to do that uh, for lots of reasons. One reason being they might go to, to Qatar in the future to play. Uh, Xavi, of course, from Barcelona, just went to uh, Qatar. But many players uh, who, who have played in, in the major European leagues end up going to Qatar. Uh, and it's a problem. I mean, Qatar, you know, Qatar is a very interesting country. I don't want to go on too much of... Uh, of a, a rant, but Qatar is one of the most unique countries in the world because they have so much important uh, goods, you could say, for the West, yet they also are behind a lot of things that the West would, is completely against. So in terms of Platini, I mean, I, I think that when you talk about reform and you talk about this white knight, I know it's a term people love in America, so I decided to use it. Um, <laughs> You talk about a white knight, I, he's not it for me. I mean, he's been in the game for a long time. Uh, you know, everything that just came out about Nicolas Sarkozy uh, is, again, shocking, but not that shocking. And it's time for, if you really want to have reform, you need to bring someone in completely new, who's never been at it before, surround him with good advisors who maybe have been and haven't been charged with corruption or anything like that. 
or have always been the ones inside UEFA or FIFA or any uh, confederation that have always been against these types of things but were too quiet or too worried to speak out because they knew they could get fired or something like that. Uh, you know, will he win? Probably. That's also the sad part. I mean, you see England, uh, the United Kingdom coming out and supporting him. Uh, to me, that's very hypocritical. They talk all the time about, you know, their anti-bladder talk and this and that, but it's basically the same thing. I mean, it's, it's really basically the same thing. It's obviously not the same person, but it's the same type of thing. It's the same type of style. It's the same type of talk. Uh, and you know what? It's, 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 not even, it's not even like uh, shocking. It's more just of an issue of, you know, does anyone actually believe that there would be true reform uh, in FIFA? And when, you know, when Prince Ali was, was a legitimate candidate, even though he, again, <laughs> knew he had no chance to win, it was an exciting time for people like me who, be who believed in reform because, you know, uh, he was someone new, so something new. Uh, again, people could talk about human rights violations in his country uh, and, and things like that and treatment of specific type of ethnicities in Jordan as, you know, he's a member of the royal family. But I would, again, never compare that to anything close to what's going on in Qatar. Um, so bottom line, as we say here in Israel, uh, you know, Platini, I'm sure he'll do some nice things and, and he has a lot of respect across Europe, across the world. But in terms of true reform, no, I, I don't think Platini will bring true reform. Well, we'll talk in, in the next segment uh, a little bit more about the paradox that is Qatar and how and I definitely want to talk with you about the uh, the story of of Nicholas Sarkozy uh, using Platini's Qatar vote to help get a military aircraft deal. Uh, there, there's some incredible stuff within that, some very fishy stuff within uh, Platini's su constant support, unwavering support of the 2022 World Cup in Qatar that just makes you, it should raise an eyebrow or two. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But you touched on, on another thing that I want to ask you about. And we got uh, two minutes before we got to head to break here, Raphael. But Platini basically being the best of the worst options. And and we have all these these people, you know, throwing their name in the hat and, and Prince Ali had people excited for a while, but you know, who else? And it's such a simple question, but it's also the it's the billion dollar question of who else would take over. That's the thing. Yeah, he he is probably the best of, of the evil and and that's that is what it is. I mean, I don't think you know Prince Ali had a chance during during his run. He lost. Uh, that's it. I mean, you know, if he wants to give it another shot, fine. But with with Platini now running again, it's 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 not going to happen. It was just a matter of time of when Platini would decide to run. He has now decided that he will run. And uh, what can you do? I mean, it's it's sad and. Maybe I'll be wrong, but it's to me, it's just, you know, the same type of talk, the same type of leadership, very sketchy things that, again, everyone's deciding to ignore or it's being written about in the media, but everyone's saying, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, kind of the same that's happened with Bladder for the last decade or two um, since the 90s. And, uh, you know, it's great that there's these Guardian investigations and, and New York Times articles. I love them. I, I, you know, they're amazing 
and they did a lot, obviously, for what happened in FIFA. But the question is, with everything coming out about Sarkozy and and Qatar and Sark, uh, excuse me, everything coming out about Platini and Sarkozy and the Qatar vote and his son, uh, is anyone going to point at that and say that's a reason not to vote for him? Probably not. And that's well, we'll talk problem. about that on the other side of the break. We'll talk about secret deals regarding military aircraft and the Qatari World Cup bid and how it relates to both Nicolas Sarkozy and Michel Platini. There's a whole lot to get into, and we'll do so on the other side of the break with Raphael Geller of Vice Sports right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Soccer fans, I have a question for you. Which is the only soccer network in the United States that shows games from Ajax, PSV, Colo Colo, Benfica, Zenit, and other teams? The answer is NGSN, a brand new online sports network that offers live and on-demand games from seven different leagues from around the world for free, no strings attached. With your free 90-day trial, you can watch as many league games from the following countries as you like. Holland, Portugal, Russia, Chile, Bolivia, Ecuador, and Venezuela. NGSN is the only place you can watch Eredivisie games featuring star players such as Memphis Depay, Andres Guardado, Aaron Johansson, and many more. Plus all of the games from those leagues that are available on your Windows PC or Mac and your Apple iPhone or Android device. Commentaries are offered in English or Spanish, plus the games are in HD. Now, this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the United States. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 90-day trial to NGSN. No credit card is required. You just sign up and go. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Are you sick and tired of paying more than 100 bucks a month for your TV bill? Well, if so, I've got the solution for you. It's called Fubo TV, and it's the best way to watch the greatest leagues from around the world. Fubo TV is a legal and affordable streaming service that delivers live and on-demand HD broadcasts of BN Sports, Goal TV, Benfica TV, and more. That means you can watch La Liga, Serie A, the Bundesliga, Ligue 1. Copa America, and more. With Fubo TV, the broadcast streamed to your computer, smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Amazon Fire TV. Plus, Fubo TV works with Chromecast, so you can cast the games to your TV set. Best of all, Fubo TV is offering a two-week free trial, so you can watch as much soccer as you like. Go to Fubo.tv slash radio and sign up today. And if you love what you see, a monthly subscription to Fubo TV is only $6.99 per month. So sign up at Fubo.tv slash radio right now. F ubo.tv slash radio and start enjoying the best soccer from around the world at home, work, or on the go. Are you tired of network announcers who are clearly pulling for the other team? Check out Rabble.tv, a new kind of television experience where you are in control of the audio. Rabble.tv allows users like you to broadcast your insights and opinions about sports and entertainment, free from the restraint of network predictability. Rabblers are creating a fresh new type of audio entertainment. Mute your TV and do your own play-by-play, provide running commentary, or just banter with your buddies. Or you can listen to other fans who love your team as much as you do. It's live. It's new. It's Rabble. 
rebel.tv. World Soccer Talk Radio is back here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Nate Abarea with Raphael Geller of Vice Sports here in this edition of the show. Talking all about the Qatar World Cup, FIFA, Michel Platini, and French President Nicolas Sarkozy. And it's time to talk now about something that we, we briefly touched on in the first segment, Raphael. And that is... This news that Platini's Qatar vote was in an effort to, and these are allegations, but that, that Platini's Qatar vote that he firmly stands by and which very much goes against a lot of what he supposedly stands for and why a lot of people look at him as, as this white knight, this knight in shining armor, whatever you want to call it, and how there's this level of hypocrisy with People going, well, wait, you still firmly stand behind your Qatar vote. There's something fishy here. Well, here come these allegations that the Qatari World Cup vote from Latini was to help Nicolas Sarkozy get a military aircraft deal taken care of. Now, you're on the pulse of a lot of stuff like this, far far more than yours truly. So please tell us what you know about this and, and where this story's coming from. Well, uh, the first thing to understand about Qatar is that it, like I said at the beginning, it's very instrumental to the West. There's a massive American base in Qatar uh, that really uh, the American government and, and obviously the army realize this massive significance of it and that they can't, I don't want to say antagonize the Qataris too much, but they basically have to keep their mouth shut for the most part. That's the first thing. The second thing is uh, Qatar is home to Al Jazeera, which is now probably the biggest media outlet in the world. Many people don't even realize that Al Jazeera has their finger in lots of things. For example, in the United States, a beaten sport in Miami is, is Al Jazeera. It's just another name, but it's, run, it's owned by Al Jazeera. Beaten sport is also all over Europe. Um, it's, it's buying up channels. Uh, Al Jazeera is slowly becoming... Actually, not so. It is one of the most powerful media networks in the world. Uh, in English, it, it's in multiple languages. It has headquarters all over the world. It's taking journalists from the BBC, from Sky, from every major media outlet. Uh, and the third thing is when it comes to, we always hear in the news is, is that Qatar um, supports terrorism and things like that. But actually, the, 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 the real, what, it, what really Qatar does with its money when it comes to terrorism is they pay all these terrorist organizations to stay out of Qatar. Um, if you notice the news and you watch the Arab Spring and you see all these protests going around, uh, especially when they're organized by the Muslim Brotherhood, you'd notice there are barely any protests, if anything, in Qatar. Uh, that's not because, you know, that's, that's for a specific reason. Uh, not maybe the protests, but any acts of terrorism, no, no bombs, nothing, no shootings, nothing, nothing. And, that's very, very rare right now in the Arab world, um, even in countries that are considered very safe or a relatively, you know, modern. Uh, you know, there's been terrorist attacks. Obviously, the people of the UK realize that horrifically with what happened recently um, in Tunisia. But my point is, is uh, Qatar pays these terrorist organizations not necessarily to say, hey, we're, we're, we support you. We like what you're doing. But they give them money to not be in Qatar, to stay out of Qatar 
Don't come in Qatar. Don't ever come in Qatar. So before we get to the actual Sarkozy, those are three important things. And that's the Sarkozy deal, um, you know, is, doesn't surprise me. Sarkozy is one of the most well-known politicians uh, in the world in the last decade. I mean, he obviously was the president of France, but he's served in lots of other types of things since he's uh, been out. He's now back in politics. Uh, but for many years, he was a very, very important person in the Middle East. He had very close relations with Israel, uh, with Jordan. And uh, Michel Platini obviously is, is, is French. You know, Michel Platini um, is French and is a legend in France for the national team and everything that he has accomplished as a football player. And when you're in that kind of celebrity status, it, when it doesn't surprise me that, you know, Michel Platini and Nicolas Sarkozy probably had a very good relationship uh, just from that, you know, just from him being a very well-known person. I mean, we're talking about one of the greatest football players in the history of France, maybe the greatest, it depends who you ask in France, but definitely one of the best, you know, beautiful record and as a national team a player, um, also a manager. But uh, th that's that. When it comes down to the deal, um, the question is, if, if this was really the case, and also Germany's been kind of linked into this as well, why is Platini, as you said, not kind of saying anything about it? Why is he still saying, I support Qatar, support Qatar, support Qatar? Uh, and I think the reason is, is, like I said, the Western countries are very, you know, they, they, they have to be supportive of Qatar. I mean, Qatar is playing a role right now. Uh, as as kind of an ally to all the Western countries, including the United States, and uh, they publicly, uh, you know, say terrorism is a horrible thing. Uh, they are trying to get better relations with Arab countries that are closer to the West. They're basically trying to do this whole new kind of side of them. It could be all for you know fake reasons, but um, an interesting thing is uh, Barcelona uh, has decided to for the most part, from what I understand and from the reports here in Israel, to cut its ties with Qatar Airways. And that was a real big shocker to the, to the government in Qatar, to the royal family, uh, because, you know, they give a lot of money, over 100 million euro to Barcelona for, you know, jersey, every, everything that you always see Qatar all over Barcelona, uh, whether it's gear or stadium or TV or everything, uh, it appears that that contract is done. And I think Qatar realizes that it's, you know, not because they want to move to a new direction, because I, I don't know how many companies in the world are going to be able to give Qatar, uh, excuse me, Barcelona, that kind of money. It's more of the issue that they don't want to be affiliated with a country that seems to be so, you know, sometimes affiliated with terrorism. And, you know, they've, they've, there have been talks that they've given money to Hamas. Again, not everyone sees Hamas as a terrorist group, you know, one one terrorist, a terrorist group is a freedom fighter to another group, uh, to another country, another group of people. But for the most part, Hamas is viewed as a terrorist group in Europe. And I think this is an issue now that, that Qatar is taking very seriously. They don't want to deal with this kind of stuff. And they're trying to distance, distance them, themselves from all this. Um, when it comes to the deal, uh, again, you know... <laughs> I only. This is one of those things where I don't think we'll ever know the truth. This is pro if it is true, and if it is have to do with the shipment deal, it's probably very much connected in in the intelligence. Uh, you know, the intelligence. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the word. The intelligence 
community of those two countries, the French intelligence and the Qatar intelligence, and it's very unlikely that any reporter will figure out the truth to it unless, you know, there's another, you know, Guardian, New York Times uh, uh, expose, because that's what it's going to take to figure out everything, not just a quick check. So, I don't know. I mean, Qatar is such an interesting country. It, it does. It's so so small. I mean, that's also what people. The population, if you go to Wikipedia right now, is 2.2 million. Um, but the reality is that there's only about 300 to 500 thousand Qataris. So that's 1.5 million foreign workers in the country. Um, it's you know one of the only countries in the world that has more uh, foreign workers than actual citizens. Um, there's so so much interest about Qatar and about this World Cup, and I think, you know, there's been lots of great articles that have been released, but the one thing that if people are interested, they, if they're interested in the whole issue of Qatar is there's, is you got to start thinking or watching, what is Qatar doing in the last few months? What are they, you know, forget about football, but read what they're doing with other countries, read what they're doing with other armies, read what they're doing with, with European corporations, multi-corporate, multinational corporations. There's so much besides the football here. And um, yeah, I mean, that kind of answers the question, I think. Well, you bring up the idea of Qatar trying to distance themselves from terrorism. Yeah. And, and it's such a, right. it's distancing themselves from what many people in the world see, ground-level terrorism, when in all reality, and, and this is something that really needs to be talked about, Qatar is, is is looked at by many people as a giant amusement park. It's an illusion. It's a smokescreen. It's it's fake in in so many ways. And and now this this is the type of stuff that can get me in trouble for saying this, but I'm just going to throw this out on the line right now. Is that what we need to be careful about here? And what a lot of people, based on some of the things that you just shared, what a lot of people need to be weary of. And I'm really glad you bring up the foreign worker aspect of it. Is mafia-like terrorism, of stuff that is just done so under the radar that it's not noticed by the rest of the world. Now, we go back to Michelle Platini and and this vote and this just hush-hush, no one ever needs to know about this thing type attitude. And and whether it's the the deal with Sarkozy or, or who knows what else went into it. But again, it goes against so much of what Platini supposedly stands for, and we're after all this reform, but then, hey, you voted for Qatar, and you're firmly standing behind this when people try to show you things of, of the travesties that, that are happening within these borders. It's very easy for someone like Platini or for millions of people around the world to go, I'm not seeing anything. I, I, don't, I don't see anything wrong with, with what's going on in, in Qatar right now, because that's the main effort from the Qatari government and from anybody involved with with the game of soccer in Qatar and you talk about paying money and this is we'll end this segment just reiterating this point paying millions of dollars to keep terrorist organizations outside of Qatar we can't let anything be seen in Qatar we can't give anybody any reason to have proof of any of this stuff. It's incredible. We're talking more about it on the other side of this break with Raphael Geller of Vice Sports World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned.
Come celebrate new Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline with a chance to upgrade your drive when you fill up at Shell. Introducing the 100 BMWs and 100-day sweepstakes. Swipe your fuel rewards card to enter to win a BMW 320i. Don't have a card? Get one free at participating Shell stations or visit fuelrewards.com slash win. Offer in September 8th, 2015. No purchase necessary. See official rules at shell.us slash win. Void in Maryland, New Jersey, and Virginia where prohibited by law. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven, gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. Protective Insurance Specialist is a referral service that connects you to a licensed agent. Availability, waiting periods, and limitations vary by state. Not major medical. Certain plans require association membership. After my husband passed away... We couldn't pay the mortgage, make car payments, or pay bills. Sometimes even having enough food was a problem. All of a sudden, our financial security, gone. You've made plans for the future. College for the kids, retirement. Have you thought of the unexpected curves life can throw at you? Ask yourself, what if? Wait till something happens to your family, or make sure you're ready with coverage by calling Protectum Insurance Specialists. Get term life insurance, accident insurance, critical illness insurance, all in one. Just minutes on the phone. No medical exams, no health questions, and guaranteed acceptance. It's coverage you don't get from your health insurance. Call for a free quote, 800-473-0563. Get cash fast directly to you when you need it, and use it for whatever you want. Call toll-free, 800-473-0563. 800-473-0563. Are you tired of network announcers who are clearly pulling for the other team? Check out Rabble.tv, a new kind of television experience where you are in control of the audio. Rabble.tv allows users like you to broadcast your insights and opinions about sports and entertainment, free from the restraint of network predictability. Rabblers are creating a fresh new type of audio entertainment. Mute your TV and do your own play-by-play, provide running commentary, or just banter with your buddies. Or you can listen to other fans who love your team as much as you do. It's live. It's new. It's Rabble. Rabble Rabble.tv. Nate Abarea back here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Tweet me with the love mail and the hate mail at NateWST. Tweet us all at World Soccer Talk and at Sports Byline USA for updates on the show. Did you get to that MLS All-Star game last night, the 2-1 victory over Tottenham Hotspur in the great state of Colorado? Well, Matt Lichtenstadter did a fantastic job covering that match on Rabble.tv. I just want to take... This time to give another huge thank you to Rabble 
for their continued support of World Soccer Talk Radio. And if you haven't been to Rabble.tv yet, get on over there. Check out what's going on with Rabble. And and I want to go back real quick to a conversation that we had with Max Bredos uh, of ESPN, formerly of Fox Soccer, uh, for a number of years. And and we talked with Max on this show about what Rabble TV represents. And a lot of people really starting to, to share this viewpoint. And that is that, hey, if you listening to the show right now, you're an aspiring commentator, you've ever even considered broadcasting in any form, hosting a talk show, uh, an interview show like this one, calling games, being a play-by-play broadcaster, Rabble.tv is giving you an opportunity right now, and it's free, completely free. Go on, just be a part of it. It's giving you an opportunity to get your reps and share your passion with the world, and it doesn't just have to be soccer. It can be baseball, football, American or worldwide, basketball, MMA, anything. It's all on Rabble. All you got to do is call your game, make your broadcast, and bring it to the Rabble world. I love what Rabble represents, and I hope you are checking it out. Be part of that thing. Get on it, Rabble.tv. Props to Matt Lichtenschotter for the good job that he did covering that MLS All-Star 2-1 victory over Tottenham last night. And again, get on over to Rabble.tv for yourself. See what it's all about. Listen to the Rabblecast and make one yourself. Call your team's game today, tomorrow, this weekend. Get on it. Rabble.tv. Proud supporters of World Soccer Talk Radio. Raphael Geller of Vice Sports with us in this edition of the show. We ended that last segment by talking about the, the, the paradox that is... Qatar, and we talked all about the Nicholas Sarkozy and Michel Platini secret handshake deal to help some military aircraft get through uh, from Qatar uh, to France. There's so many other layers of of Michel Platini that we could talk for talk about for hours. And and feel free to to continue this discussion, folks, uh, on Twitter. Get at me at Nate WST, and we'll give you Raphael's uh, Twitter handle before the end of the show. We want to keep this dialogue going. Now, Raphael, we got to transition now because you are, you know, I love making this an international show and you are, you know, are one of our, our Middle Eastern experts and, and based over there in, in Tel Aviv. And what I want to talk to you about now is what, what are the big stories going on right now in, in Middle Eastern soccer, whether it's in Israel or, or in other countries around you talk about what, what people are really buzzing on outside of uh, all the the FIFA controversy which I know is is definitely a real hot topic in uh, in in Israel and around the rest of the Middle East but talk about on field and and in the stadiums around the Middle East right now as a whole what are the what are the big uh, footballing stories as of right now big stories in in Middle Eastern soccer can you can you please tell us yeah the last uh, the last match of the 2014 2015 season still going on in Egypt um, as Zamalek, the really big, one of the most powerful clubs in Egypt, uh, won their first title since 2004. Uh, it's a really, really big club. Um, I don't know how to explain it to people, but it, it's like watching, you know, some of the most passionate fans in the world. Uh, the club has a, a ridiculous, ridiculous amount of history, um, and it, everyone, you know, I'm sure knows all the tragedies that have happened uh, in Egyptian football. The last few years, so it's really good to finally have a full season. Well, actually, not really. There are lots of suspensions on and off, but but they crowned a champion this year. Zamalek won the title. They're from Cairo. They're one of the major teams in Cairo. 
Um, Cairo is one of the most fascinating, fascinating football uh, cities in the world. And if anyone's ever in the Middle East, they have to go to see the, the Derby there. I don't think there's a more electric Derby in the world. I know that sounds really crazy, but um, really it's unbelievable what, what, kind of, uh, what kind of amazing, amazing fan support you get for the Cairo Derby. It's, it's very similar to what happens in Serbia between Partizan uh, and uh, Red Star. Very, very similar. Um, Moving around, uh, in Israel, the league is getting ready to start. There's teams in, in the European uh, qualifying for Champions League right now, which is going on. So that's very uh, exciting, as always. And uh, the World Cup draw was just uh, announced. Uh, Israel's in a group with Italy and Spain, uh, which is very difficult, obviously, very difficult draw. But uh, Israel will do the best they can and, and try and get a strong result. Uh, you know, the Palestinian national team is continuing to improve and continuing to uh, to really uh, show that, that they're a real team and they really can compete with countries in Asia. And that's a very good thing uh, as an Israeli, you know, to see uh, the Palestinian team continue to grow, continue to improve and get better and better results. In fact, the first Palestinian team ever uh, in the history of, of Palestine got to go abroad for their training camp. Uh, this summer, which was, I mean, it's funny because it doesn't sound like a big deal probably to the listeners, but uh, it's a team, it's it's a, it's a league where no team has ever been able to go abroad for their training camp and compete against the other teams. So uh, a Palestinian team finally did, and they went to Italy, and I had training camp with some of the, not the biggest clubs in Italy, but in the middle, you know, very, very well-respected clubs, Atalanta and uh, Palermo. So they got to face those clubs, and I know for uh, for a fact that was a very, very huge thing for some of these Palestinian football players that haven't even really been, been able to leave the country um, for many years, or, or Palestine. So that's that's a really uh, big deal. And uh, basically, a lot of the leagues are are getting getting ready to go. Uh, the ones that are uh, you know similar to the European style. Um, what's really interesting is in Turkey. I don't know how much this is being reported in the United States, but the, the major teams in um, the major teams in Istanbul are really spending a lot of money and bringing in top players. Obviously, some of them a little older, but uh, it looks like the derbies this year in Istanbul will be very exciting um, between all the big clubs: Galatasaray, Besiktas, and Fenerbahce. Uh, so that's that's really cool. Again, those are some of the most ex- exciting derbies in the world with the fans. Uh, if, again, if you're ever in uh, in the region, you'd have to go to Istanbul to experience these kind of derbies. A thousand, tens and tens of thousands of fans. I mean, I, I don't know if you've seen the reception that some of the players have had uh, at the airport by the fans. Mario Gomez today landed in, in Istanbul and was met with, with many, 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 many fans. Obviously, we saw a lot of Wesley Schneider last year. Um, it's it's very exciting times for the Turkish League. There's really good players coming in uh, and uh the Turkish league is starting to get more and more respect in Europe, which is, uh, I think, a good thing for the Middle East to have a Middle Eastern league compete with some of the European leagues, uh, because basically no one has the money to do that uh, besides Turkey. Uh, maybe, obviously, the the teams like Qatar and Saudi Arabia do, but they don't compete in UEFA. They compete in the AFC, so they can be only be in the Asian Champions League, where Turkey competes with UEFA, so they can be 
in UEFA Champions League. Well, so, we had uh, we, know, we but, had we had Atta Dizdar uh, on on the show recently, a Turkish uh, football expert. And we talked all about the Robin Van Persie deal uh, to Fenerbahce, right. and, and you talk about the, whether it's Bashik, that's Galatasaray, Fenerbahce. What's going on in specifically? in Istanbul right now. Obviously, Turkish football as a whole and the Turkish league as a whole, Turkish teams competing in Europe, but it's all centralized in Istanbul right now. Istanbul is going to be an incredible place uh, for this upcoming club season and and the stars, the star power that is now within that city. It's going to be an incredible season in Turkey, and uh, I sure hope that you know Turkish teams can actually make some noise in Europe. And uh, I got to ask you about something real quick. And we've only got, you know, four minutes left here with you. So, you know, again, we could talk about this for for hours. But you bring up the the Palestinian soccer teams. and, And it's something where the game of soccer has literally stopped wars in the past. I mean, people have, have put down weapons for so a soccer match can be played. I mean, this, this is in, in Africa, in, in various parts of, of the Middle East as well, historically. When you hear something like, you know, about a Palestinian team being able to travel outside the country for the first time, could you ever see a, a footballing relationship between, say, uh, an Israeli club and a Palestinian club as kind of a, a message to the world of, of what the, the game of soccer can do? Or, or is that just overly wishful thinking uh, from, from yours truly sitting, sitting in a chair in, in the Western United States? No, not at all. It's very possible. I think it's uh, very, very possible and very likely. In fact, I'm writing an article uh, right now about a team in Jerusalem called the Poa Katamon Jerusalem. Uh, you'll, it's, I don't have time to explain what the article is about, but it is basically what you spoke about. Um, they're not there yet. They're not at that level yet, but it's a very progressive team. Uh, it's a team that gained a lot of international headlines when uh, they uh, put a, the LGBT sign on their corner sign in an actual match. Wow. Um, if you, yeah, it was a very big deal. It was in almost every major newspaper, a sports newspaper in Europe, Barcelona, London, everywhere. Um, it's a very progressive team. They have lots of Israeli Arabs on the team. Uh, they're, they're a team that I think could do it. And yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I also think the Israel Football Association and the Palestinian Football Association are going to work together over the next few years, obviously, the Palestinian Football Association tried to kick Israel out of FIFA a couple months ago, but that's a little bit more complicated than it sounds. But yeah, I think we're on the right direction. Um, maybe not in terms of peace with the actual governments, but it, in terms of football, there's a lot, a lot to be done. And it's a very, like I said, it's a very, very big deal that this Palestinian football team. I'm not talking about the national team. I'm talking about a team that competes in the professional West Bank Premier League. They're you know, a league like any other league in the world. Um, I'm talking about that kind of team getting to go abroad and train against team, you know, top teams from the Serie A. Not again, not Juventus or me, or the Milan teams, but, but teams like Atlanta and Palermo who have very, very long history in the top division in Italy. Uh, and and that's a very, very, very big deal. They also are the only team in Palestine that have an entire uh, foreign staff, which is also amazing. And Italian technical everything. Uh, manager, assistant coach, uh, scout, everything. So it's very good advancement for Palestinian football. Uh, the West Bank Premier League is starting to get more more attention in the media. Uh, the Gaza League, unfortunately not. That's because of financial issues. I mean, there's players working there for a couple dollars a week. I know that sounds crazy, but that's the truth. 
Um, but the West Bank Premier League, if, you, if you're into this kind of hipster type politics uh, that, <laughs> that we're talking about, um, yeah, you read a lot about, you know, Sixth Division in England and all sorts of other, you know, India maybe that's starting to get in the news or Saudi Arabia, Qatar. But if you really want to be full hipster and really want to go all out, then you, you need to read up on the West Bank uh, Premier League, which is getting ready to kick off soon. And I'll be doing a lot of stuff on it uh, throughout the year. And, and uh, also there, the derbies are incredible. I haven't been able to go uh, for a lot of re- reasons, uh, obviously, since I'm an Israeli citizen. And we're not allowed there, but uh, it, it's really incredible from what I hear, and uh, it's it's great. I mean, again, as an Israeli, I'm very happy to hear about the advancements in uh, Palestinian football. Well, hey, Raphael, we're almost done here. We got 45 seconds left. Let folks know uh, how they can follow you on Twitter and how they can follow your work covering the West Bank Premier League. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Raphael underscore Geller. Uh, doing lots of articles for Vice Sports. Hopefully. Throughout the year, I'm also a correspondent for BBC, and, and these are the type of stories that I do. Uh, I was just in Bosnia to cover the Israel-Bosnia match, where uh, Bosnia is a predominantly Muslim country, and Israel going in there, and all you know, all sorts of things like that. I just had an article published in Vice. So if you're interested, you can always Google my name, and uh, I'm sure my work will come up. And uh, thanks for giving me the platform, uh, World Soccer Talk. I'm glad that someone. Uh, in the you know mainstream media is somewhat interested in this kind of uh, not mainstream news. <laughs> hey, ab- absolutely, Raphael, and you're welcome back anytime. Cheers. Thanks for joining us again. Thank you. Have a very good uh, afternoon, I suppose. <laughs> even even getting the time difference nailed, Raphael yeah, Geller of Vice Sports. <laughs> Thanks night. to him, and uh, cheers to all the folks in Israel and in Tel Aviv. Raphael Geller joining us here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Back to close this thing out after this right here on the the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707-800-949-8707. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. 
Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copay supply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, taking the express train home. Another huge thank you to Raphael Geller of Vice Sports for joining us. Derek Ray is going to be on the show tomorrow in the Friday edition of World Soccer Talk Radio. Cannot wait to speak with my good friend Derek Ray, a man who is a true inspiration for yours truly and so many others and a true soccer voice for so many of us over the years. Derek Ray with us on World Soccer Talk Radio tomorrow. Ending the show by sharing a question posed by our own Cardit Krishna on Twitter yesterday. How would a team, top team of MLS All-Stars, actually fare in a 38-game Premier League season? A team of MLS All-Stars in the Premier League. Where would they finish? How would they fare? We had quite a few takes in the Twitter sphere. Check it out. Follow Cardick and uh, be sure to follow Raphael. Follow yours truly, Nate Abarea at NateWST. Let us know your takes. Derek Ray with us tomorrow. For the producers in SF and the gaffer, Christopher Harris, I say cheers. Bye for now.